did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. And then you see the presence of the Lord. Verse 40 says, The king will ask them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. And then in verse 45, and he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, as you did not do it, or the least of these, you did not do it to me. For a few moments, I want to talk from this subject, loving the least. Loving the least. Loving the least. Diedrich Bonhoeffer was a German theologian who is held in theological circles because of his stance that he took against Hitler and the German nationalist Nazi party and their efforts to eradicate the Jews during the Holocaust. He was the leader of the Confessing Church. He led the movement to say that the church should not get in the bed with government. The church should not yoke itself up with ungodly leadership. And the church must ensure that it maintains its independence and its allegiance to God. As a result of this stance, Bonhoeffer died at a very early age, 45, as a result of German government executing him because of his stance. But his story is bigger and more broader than that. Was definitely a theologian, studied Mark, Luther, had written dissertations, received a doctorate degree, and in 1929, he was blessed with a fellowship opportunity to leave Germany and come to the United States. And be a student at Union Theological Seminary in New York. He was very excited about this opportunity to come to America to study theology in this great land. But when he got here, he was brave and disappointed. America did not meet his expectations, culturally nor theologically. He writes back to a friend and says, there's no theology here. He says there are only small conversations about Jesus and more individualism. People caught up in themselves and America exceptionalism. He said he would go to churches and when he went to churches, the sermons were just dissertations, lectures. And even in those lectures, there was really no the 
theological depth. He even discussed, even on the campus of Union Theological Seminary, that the students were not really engaged in a deep conversation. Tended to only reside in shallow waters. He almost thought that it was a waste of his time to come to America to study. But suddenly something happened in Harlem. The Harlem Renaissance was taking place. Black people were migrating from the south to the north. And many of them were finding their freedom of expression and their development of their culture in Harlem. One of his friends invited them to Abyssinia Baptist Church. At the time, a man by the name of Adam Clayton Powell was the pastor. And he began to discuss how different it was when he would fellowship with Abyssinia. He became a Sunday school teacher there. He did died and immersed himself into the culture. And he says, black Jesus is different. This is a white journal. And this is not anything that's made up. This is something that is documented in his own writings back to Germany. He said, black Jesus is different. He says, when the preacher preaches about black Jesus, there is a passion that comes along when I hear the spirituals in the black church. I, I feel something deep within me. There's even a record of him coming home from the city and he'll get a journey very stops, very uh, dignified, very um, withdrawn and dislocated from expressing himself emotionally. Goes into his room and he's overcome with tears after that worship experience. Yes. You find him in the faces of the oppressed. He says you find him not in the center of society, but you are only discovering him when you move from the center to the outskirts and when you find yourselves on the uh, peripherals. You'll see black Jesus. Black Christ. He goes back to Germany and he's been profoundly shaped because he recognizes the cultural differences between uh, the white culture and the black culture. Not necessarily uh, identity, but just how the culture itself addresses and how it deals with people of color versus those who were white. And when he gets back to Germany, Hitler comes to power. And he sees this same superiority, supremacist mindset there in his homeland as Hitler is now looking up national Germans to think that they are better and more elite than Jewish. And that the Jewish people were the ones who were, quote unquote, taking over their country. In order to maintain the greatness of Germany, 
get your mother on these feet daily. He comes to the conclusion of a German phrase called Korkama in C. Korkama in C. It means the heart turned in on itself. Now, this is the problem with man. This is the problem in Germany. This is the problem in America because it goes deeper than just black and white. It, it goes deeper than just America and Germany. It's a part of the human condition. The heart is turned in on itself, which means, my brothers and sisters, that we only love
Jump on board the folks you know who you thought was somebody. Every time you heard they was coming to town, you put down everything you had to do, and you went and got your step in, and you posted on social media, and on your way to go see them who they did, who don't know you, and don't care about you, you left by some people who really needed you. What I'm saying? She said, Carlos, you didn't love the least. You 
Yes. Yeah. 